Welcome to Blake's Takes for God's Sakes, a Wednesday podcast. Now, it is interesting, Blake, why uh, why do you release your podcast on Wednesday? Um, no bit. This is why I do it. It's I've in my head. This was not conscious. This was not a conscious decision. I wasn't um, weighing the cost benefit scenario of releasing a podcast on Wednesday, but I'm doing it because in the back of my head, I think I was like, well, WTF comes out on Mondays and Thumbsdays, so I should release my podcast on Wednesday, and that was it. Without with completely ignoring the fact that uh, you listen to these whenever you know which which podcast do you actually listen to on the day it comes out? Um, I think I listened to Motion Natasha uh, their podcast on Monday. And they're, they're one on Friday, every Friday. But I think that's the only one. And it's not because it's timely. It's because I actually can't wait to listen to it. Um, so there's the pug. The pug Boy, there's the pug. Sorry, a, a smush-faced mutt. Just, <laughs> just, if you guys are watching this on Patreon, you can see. A pug. Just, um, I didn't mispronounce plug. What happened is that I've been looking for a pug, and it got into my home a couple days ago, and I haven't been able to find it. It has been eating because I see crumbs everywhere, but I've been looking for this pug, and when I said there's the pug, again, didn't misspeak, did not mean to say plug, a, uh, a, a smush-faced uh, gray. What color is a pug? I guess it's beige, and they have black faces, correct? Odd animal. Odd animal. Actually, you, you guys want to hear a story. My, um, and this is the intro, by the way. Welcome to Blake's Takes, for God's sakes. Uh, and by the way, I'm going to do, this will be a little bit of a, a more traditional, hmm? Is that a, oh, it's knees. That's what they're saying. I thought uh, that guns and run, will I, I think at this point, I've pronounced, 66% of the words I've been saying correctly, which is not, that's really bad. That's really, really bad. Uh, speaking of pugs, one of the um, hardest, I, I think the beginning of a relationship I was in with an ex-girlfriend, one like a big bonding moment when she first realized how funny I am. Um, she saw me, uh, we were, what we were doing, um, we were at a brewery, like Harpoon Brewery in Boston, and uh, there was a guy wearing a shirt there who just looked like a dude who needed people to talk to him. Um, just strangers at in, in every at every turn in his life, he just needed someone to talk to him, needed to acknowledge his existence. See, for me, I target my neediness like into this podcast and the time that I'm on stage. So it's very targeted. I actually only need um, – so I think – what this guy gets out of an entire day of attention seeking, I target it into like an hour and a half a day, essentially, and then I get all my nutrients from that. But um, they had uh, what's it called? Um, 
there was this guy there who was just like a just a huge loser. And uh, but by the way, not like in that like oh I'm a loser, just a guy who sucked. And he had a shirt on that said pugs before drugs, and it was like with cartoon pugs on it. And I I turned to uh, this girl who'd become my girlfriend, and um, the relationship would spiral into the uh, depths of hell. It would burn up like a uh, like a ship like a satellite plummeting into the Earth's orbit again, into its atmosphere, and uh, then crashing violently into the ocean is what is what that relationship turned into. However, this is when it was good. And um, she goes, I was like, I turned to her, I go, oh, I guarantee you that guy with the pugs before drugs or hugs for pugs, some stupid rhyme, I guarantee you that guy has a pug. A, that's your first one. And B, it's a pug named Pugsley. And I'm like, how much do you want to bet on that? We, we bet, like, I think three beers on it. And um, no, I think it was two, one per bet. And she goes like, oh, do you have pugs? And he goes, yes, of course I do. And I'm like, of, of course he does. And then she goes, oh, what are their names? And he goes, it's Sebastian. And then she looked at me, like, giving me a look, like, uh, hmm, Blake, you owe me a beer. And he goes, and Pugsley. And I gave, like, a Tiger Woods fist fist pump it was it was fantastic and i do want to say one more thing um but am i recording yes thank god uh i i do want to say (laughs) i do want to say uh one more thing before we move into the segments the segments this week by the way politics which i'm not going to speak too long about because it's uh so depressing and uh then i want to talk about detroit style pizza do you know about it do you know what it is because i'm going to tell you what it is i'm going to tell you why i love it and then um i'm going to talk about uh coffee after dinner i've gotten really into that practice i highly recommend it and then i want to talk about small (laughs) small vehicles um and I don't know why that just made me laugh so hard. I want to talk about small vehicles and um, which one I would choose if I was like to live in like a development, like a nice suburban development, what small vehicle would I use to zip around the area? You know what I mean? So not a car, smaller than a car, not a motorcycle, not a Vespa. So all things smaller than those things. And then uh, I might talk about fishing if I have time, but probably won't. So Let's uh let's get into the first topic. By the way, I do want to say something before that. Um, here's a take. Here's a Blake's take. Uh, nothing is more urgent to me than getting an eyelash out of my eye. If an eyelash gets in my eye, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if anyone else is like this, but it doesn't matter what I'm doing. And it's honestly probably something. See, you know what? It's not because I was gonna say this is probably something for me to work on. But I'm, I can't even imagine working on it. Like, I don't even know how you can possibly fix something like this. Like, it's like saying, oh, Blake, you should work on uh, being taller. And it's like, I can't work on that. So to say that I should work on not being as freaked out about getting an eyelash in my eye as I am is, it, it, it's, it's, it, it's all foreign to me. <laughs> So, you know what is funny? Like someone like 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 a Trump supporter, if they heard the phrase like, "Oh, this is all like foreign to me," you know, f- that phrase to most people would be like, "Oh, it's it's unfamiliar to me." Um, but these people would be like, "So you should shoot it." <laughs> so, oh, oh, so it needs to bur- so it needs to be kicked out of our country. No, that's not what I mean at all. Um, but when I do get an eyelash in my eye, 
um, I everything stops. I was on a like a 27 mile bike ride with my girlfriend recently, and I got an eyelash in my eye, and I'm like, this we have to turn around. I need a mirror. I need something. I need to look in my eye to get this out. There's nothing. If I'm in a car, I pull over immediately. If I'm in the middle of a conversation, it could be someone, and I am so uh so hyper socially aware at all times however if i get an eyelash in my eye that all goes out the window like i could be hanging out with someone that i just met someone you know like an influential person in the entertainment business god forbid and uh you know i I could be in the middle of a conversation if i get an eyelash in my eye i'd be like bye 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 Here we are. You know what? It might even be worse because I have such beautiful eyelashes. That might be the issue because I'm looking. uh, Obviously, you all know, and that's probably why you listen to this podcast, but my eyelashes are insane. Look at these. It is crazy because I see my eyelashes from like straight on. But if you get a side profile of these lashes, it is. Let's just say this lashie ain't going to be taken out back and shot. That was old Yeller. Damn it. Who was interesting what happened to last how did lassie die does anyone know did did a a hunter killer mother know that was bambi i can't how did lassie die by the way lassie is a story um it was actually ripped off so they turned it into a dog but people in the united states were so uh racist against irish people it was originally about an irish girl last that's what it was named after lassie but people thought a uh like a mutt would be more attractive to its readers than an Irish girl. And that is and that is 100% true. So um, let's move into the first subject, which is PP. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. And we are back, everyone. And I may have told a fibbity fib, 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 fib. I may have said that we we're going to do PP first, which AKA politics. I'm going to put it last because I just recorded it and it bummed me out. So I'm going to put it towards the end and I'm going to do something a little silly baby. Real, I'm going to put a silly baby on the mic and that baby. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a silly baby debate a serious baby and then everything, all your questions will be answered. You're going to have to pick a side because I think sometimes you need a silly baby but other times if there's a more you know like a a situation where you actually need like a grown-up baby then you bring in the serious baby so we'll dive into that in a few minutes but first small vehicles this is my blake's take so i'm saying this development and um you know uh down south like in the suburbs a lot of people zip around on golf carts to get around where I don't know actually where they're going. Like, I think they just go on rides throughout the, uh, throughout the neighborhood in golf carts. So I was trying to think what would, if I was to live in a neighborhood like this, what, um, would be my means of transportation in terms of like a small vehicle? Because I would have a car, you know, to go on the highway, but what about like suburban, like streets and like a development, you know? So here, here's the first option, obviously golf cart. Now, a golf cart is fun, but it's close enough to a car, but slower. You know what I mean? Where I wouldn't, golf carts don't go as fast as you want them to, and they shouldn't is another thing. And by the way, is my camera clean? Because if it's not, let me clean this off for the patrons. So by the way, as you all know, uh, on patreon.com slash Blake Wexler, 
you can you can watch a video of these podcasts and maybe who knows what's going to happen next. So, um, I, uh, so a golf cart, I would, I would not go with a golf cart because they are not fast enough and it's too similar to a car, you know, it has four wheels. It has like a roof on it or it's like, what's even the point of this? I might as well just be driving a car. So a golf cart, not that fun. However, when I was younger, my um my cousin Kevin, we were going around in a golf cart and he knew how to turn the governor off in the golf cart and it was like the coolest thing I've ever done. If you don't know what the governor, by the way, is the thing that prevents you from going fast in a golf cart. So he popped that off. I don't know how he did it. He popped it off. I don't know how anything mechanically works. So I'm like, okay, he popped that off because in my mind, the governor is just like, like a... A pinch? What is that? What would you put on a like a clip that like prevents the th- the the meter from going up? And he took that off. And the thing we were zooming around, it was like the most fun thing in the entire world. So, but that being said, even with the governor off, golf cart is just a lame car, you know. But that brings me to electric scooter, like one of those bird things, you know, um, that you would use and. See, that seems fun, and I know I'm about to contradict myself here because I said that I don't like having, like, a a car, like, the car, like, ceiling element to a golf cart was a turnoff for me, but with a electric scooter, I think I'm too exposed, you know, and you can't carry things around. It's very active, like, you have to keep your hands on the thing. What if, I feel like it would be pretty easy to fall off that, or if I hit a bump or something and I want it to go off-road, that would be an issue. So, electric scooter, also, I don't like owning a thing where there's, like, other, I can see other people around using one that, like, is for public use. That's that's the elitist in me is that I don't want to be going down the street, you know, or like going down the road on like my cool, like multi thousand dollar electric scooter and then see some moron like zip by me on like a on a public free one. You know what I mean? So I think um, in terms of pride, I don't want that dirt bike. Now. I'm going to contradict myself again. Um, I just said I don't like being exposed. You're pretty exposed on a dirt bike. However, those are those are cool. Because that is the bonus of having a dirt bike is that while you shouldn't do this, if I'm like, oh, God, I, I just want to, like, drive around the corner, you know, maybe, like, pick up some food or, like, you know, stop by and, like, swing by the grocery store. It's only a couple miles away. I'll just be on the street for, like, two or three miles. I could go fast enough on a dirt bike to do it you know you shouldn't because it's not safe but i'm like i like that i like that i could probably take it off road where if it's like uh i don't want to go all the way around the development what if i cut through the woods i could probably do that on a dirt bike so a dirt and there's something like you know like rugged about having a dirt bike so i think it might dirt bike right now is in the lead the next vehicle I have written down is a Segway. Speaking of, oh, and then also the vehicle. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm trying to, uh, uh, that's a transition. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it was this bad joke. Um, uh, a Segway, that I can't do because while I like the status 
of like while status matters to me a segway is probably the most statusful thing that you could have because they're very expensive and the like newest piece of technology i don't like the idea of just being so like just up like in the air and so erect on the thing you know what i mean because it's just one of these i think great posture isn't cool you know like there's very few people throughout history with great posture that were you know someone to be reckoned with like fdr for instance had terrible posture because he had polio uh what's winston churchill was too fat to have good posture and those are really the only two leaders that i can think of hitler i think he he it's funny people don't talk about hitler's posture nearly enough they get hung up on like the holocaust thing and they rarely get to his posture so i don't know and that's historians letting me down but uh just good leaders just don't have good posture and i don't want to be seen zipping around like because people might think i work there you know they might think i work in the development which you don't want you don't want to seem like you can't look cool while looking like you someone's your boss you know and uh, i feel like wearing a helmet because i would you can fall off of those and get hurt but wearing a helmet on a segway it's like Jeez, we have this technology and you still got to look. You look like a loser in so many ways on a Segway. I just can't deal with it. A go-kart. Mm. Now now we're getting, now we're talking. So a go-kart is essentially the four-wheel version of a dirt bike to me. And the go-kart's, co- it's like a mini, so that's like a mini car, but that's different. It's fun. It's like a racing car where like a golf cart is a lame car, but a Go oh interesting. Do you think the same company makes go kart and golf cart? Are they both made by cart? So Descartes, Descartes, Rene Descartes. So I would go go kart is actually wow. In my head, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna take you behind the scenes. I had three finalists for this in my mind before I started doing it or I had two finalists, and Go-Kart was not in it. However, that's my second finalist so far. We have Dirt Bike, and Go-Kart has made its way in. However, the hang-up for me with the Go-Kart is that um, it's so low to the ground, I worry that like a car wouldn't see it, and it could run me over is my fear. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if there's actually any truth to that, but I worry that someone in a monster truck or something, I'm no bit, I actually would worry about this, that I would be dry, zipping around in my go-kart go, go and they wouldn't see my little flag sticking off the back and a monster truck would just run over me and, and crush me and I'd be in prison. I'd live, I'd be crushed, but still breathing. But then I would be encased in my 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 my, uh, my wiry tomb my of mangled steel <laughs> in, in my go-kart. So, hmm. It is still a finalist, though, because that would be really, really cool. You could dress like a racer, too. You know, like I could wear like those those leather, like like a flame retardant jacket, you know, with and like I could get sponsors as well. It's like, Blake, you don't have sponsors for your podcast, something you're actually good at. Why would you have sponsors for your go-kart? Sorry, I was just adjusting the uh, the green fuzzy thing on my microphone. My windscreen, my windscreen was moving around. So um, that's go-kart's still there. Now, there's a thing called a one-wheel, 
Now, I didn't know what this was because I Googled small vehicles uh, as I want to do small electric vehicles. And it's the thing where it's like a skateboard almost, but there's one wheel in the middle of it and you zip around. So I don't know how you balance or if it automatically balances itself, but that's absolutely not what I'm going to choose. That one, that is, I don't want to have something that I have to actively balance on, you know, so that's out. Now, all right, so, so far, our finalists out of golf cart, electric scooter, dirt bike, Segway, go-kart, our finalists out of that first tier is dirt bike and go-kart. But now we're moving into the other division, the animal division. Now, I know I said small vehicles, but these animals can be vehicles. And the first one, obviously, is a horse, which I think I've, I don't know if I've said this before publicly, but I've always felt it. I have no use for a horse. I find horses to be um, like aliens. I don't know why they're, why they're around. I think they're sick. I think these horses, I don't like what we do with them. A horse just seems too big to like deal with. You know what I mean? Like, it seems too big to be interacting with humans where we don't interact with a moose a lot, you know? So why are we dealing with these horses? And if they are letting us ride up, letting us ride them, unlike other beasts of their size and caliber, we shouldn't trust them, obviously, right? Because there's some, there's something, what goes around comes around, and someone's going to get kicked in the mouth. So... No horse, no use for the horse. I, I never will have a use for a horse, and you'll never see me flip-flop on that. The donkey was the other one. Now, a donkey, I, w- I pictured the donkey. Actually, that was going to be my number one, and I wrote down donkey. However, a donkey, you can't really ride them. It's not safe for the donkey, and I love donkeys. I think they're very cute. I think the, a donkey needs a new publicist because donkeys you think of them like they're the, another name for a donkey is an ass where it's like jesus how is that not changed you know with all the progressiveness that we have going on and us getting rid of these you know antiquated words that make people feel less than why how are we still calling donkeys asses like you know it's like oh what, what are you gonna ride over there oh yeah uh can you get me a two-pack idiot so i can carry my luggage it's crazy you can't call him an ass um but however i found out that a donkey should only carry 20% of its weight, I believe. So if, hold on, if a donkey weighs 150 pounds, what is that? 30 pounds? Is that true? That's like a guy. (laughs) Hold on, that can't be right. Let me see. How much can donkeys carry? donkers let's see if it can still all right i I had a typo it says how much can donkers carry um let's see if google michael google can fix this how much can okay an average donkey of approximately 11 hands high where is this from 11 hands can pull twice as much as its body hold on standard donkeys and weigh about 500 pounds Oh, so it can only carry... Okay, so a 500-pound donkey can only carry 125 pounds. Then why are we loading these animals up with things? They're not that strong. That's terrible. Oh, I don't like that at all. So why are we even... Because I weigh... Okay, so a 150-pound person can carry 30 pounds. How much do I weigh? I weigh 100 pounds. 
so I can only carry 20 pounds. That makes I guess that would be a strong, slight man like myself. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. A 200-pound person can carry on 40 pounds, which that's a 20-pound weight in each arm. Yeah, that's not that much. You might as well just have a guy carry it. Weird. Poor donkeys. But then here's another option to ride around on. You know what I'm going to say? Camel. Now, a camel, that is... But is that a small vehicle? Because I was going to definitely say camel, which is cool because, like, a camel is really just, like, a uh, like a diverse horse. You know what I mean? So a camel would be much more likely to ride because you have the humps, which, like, you know, is almost like the, like the fronts and back of your chair on a camel. And they carry water, which you can't drink, but it's just nice to know it's there, you know? So I would say a camel to walk around in my neighborhood because that's 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 good and and I would look I would look awesome on a camel. However, I think camel unfortunately that was going to be one of my other finalists. A camel does have to be disqualified because it's not small; it's big. And then the other one was elephant, which is even elephant would be my number one pick, but it's just too big. It's not a small vehicle at all. It's a shame. Oh, oh, and here's the last one. Uh, like a cart. So this is a vehicle. A cart pulled by beasts, right? So that's the final in the animal division. So if I was in like a little cart, you know what? I would have a donkey pulling my cart, right? Because the wheels would lessen the load on a donkey. I would have two donkeys pulling me in a cart. Because what other animal? I don't want dogs. I don't trust that. I wouldn't have dogs pull me because actually, because here we are now too. Same with the donkeys, where donkeys are actually sweet animals. So not only do you have a small vehicle, but you also have pets. You now have pets, right? So if I had a, a like eight dogs pulling me around, that's adorable. But I would be too worried. I don't want them around cars because they're too small and maybe they would like run after something. So I would go for this finalist for my small vehicle that would pull me around my suburban neighborhood. Or not pull me, I would drive. Uh, electric snow that's out dirt bike go-kart and donkeys pulling a cart so i'm gonna go dirt bike actually that's my final answer for this one it's cool it makes a lot of noise um i know how to like ride a bike already uh, a go-kart i'm worried about being crushed by a monster truck i would be seen i think easier on a dirt bike and then because it's higher off the ground and then finally i don't know i think i would rather just have a donkey for a pet than actually put it to work does that make sense that wouldn't sit well with me so that is that is this round that is the small vehicle round i'm gonna do one more segment and then uh and then and then you'll actually hear another segment because I did these out of order. So next segment, we're going to go into Detroit-style pizza. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. Oh, this is the food section. Are we even going to call it that? No, this is not just any food. I'm going to talk about Detroit-style pizza. Now, some of you might be like, Blake, I've known about Detroit-style pizza for uh, for forever. Some others of you are going to be like, what is that? That's not real. I, I like a big New York slice. So Detroit-style pizza, for those of you who don't know, is, I believe, so I've heard it referred to as a deep dish, where generally for me in the past, I've only known as de- uh, deep dish pizza as purely being from Chicago, which deep dish pizza, by the way, is I think might be my favorite food when done right. 
because pizza is my favorite food, but um, deep dish pizza is more pizza and it has more sauce, more. It's like, oh my God, I just got like happy thinking about it. I'm going to eat so much of that soon. So I went to, um, so basically here's the thing, but I don't, I don't even know if the microphone has been anywhere near my mouth for the past 45 minutes, but now it is. So Detroit style pizza essentially is a thicker uh, it, it's a square Sicilian type pizza, so it's a thicker crust, but the cheese around it is caramelized around the sides. So it's like a fried, crisp cheese naturally forming around the sides of it, around the crust. So the crust generally is like, okay, I'm going on in the descent, I'm getting out of the pizza, the crust is still delicious, it's just like pizza without the cheese sauce and ingredients but now the crust has a naturally formed cheese crust around it so it is so good and sometimes it depends on the on the uh, on the Detroit style pizza often they use instead of like a mozzarella cheese they'll use like a sharp like like a cheddar they'll mix in and that you're like oh, wait, 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 cheddar it is it's damn good. They put a lot of cheese on it, a lot of sauce, ingredients. It's it's a lot. It is a lot, and I absolutely love it. Now, do I love it more? Oh, and it has like a robust sauce. So like the sauce is like it's not sweet at all. It's like um, I guess not, it's not spicy. You know what I mean? It's robust. So it's like literally the only word I have for it. Clearly, or else I would have used another one so it's a robust sauce it's delicious and now i'm comparing it to chicago deep dish which is more of like a pie you know where a detroit style pizza is like a combination of a sicilian and a uh like a pan pizza a sicilian and i guess like a deep dish or a Chicago deep dish, where a Chicago deep dish is the combination between like a like a pizza and a pie. It's almost more pie than it is pizza. Some would even call it a pizza plop. So, which do I like more? Now, my favorite part of a pizza generally is the crust and the like, like the dough and the sauce. The sauce really does it for me. So the sauce is the most important thing to me. Therefore, that puts the Chicago deep dish in the lead because you get more sauce taste out of it because there's more like crushed, you know, uh, like tomatoes on top of it. And that's why I like Pico's Pizza in Upper Darby the most, more than any other pizza, because you taste the sauce because it's right on top of the cheese, right? Now... Detroit-style pizza, however, better crust by far. The fried cheese on it, like, you know, the caramelized cheese on the sides, really boosts the entire thing. Ingredients, you can compare the two, like, those cancel each other out. So, I think I actually am going to go Chicago deep dish more because you get more tomato sauce. You can put more trash in it. However, Detroit-style Detroit style is pretty damn good. And I do actually like the cheddar on there too. Like I do like that Wisconsin cheese that they put on it as well. And I think I just gained 85 pounds talking about this. By the way, we used uh, Gold Belly recently, the uh, service that's like, uh, I keep trying to say freezes and I kept saying serves. The 
um it's this what what am I okay? It's that platform, it's a website where essentially you uh find like it's like for gastro nostalgia where you know, I moved away from Philly. If I wanted to have one of the cheesesteak places there, they could flash freeze cheesesteaks and send it to me. It is very expensive. However, um it is a cool thing. I think it's a cool gift to get someone. Um or you can just learn how to make it yourself. So that's that's another thing. But nothing nothing ever really tastes like the real thing just like no other podcast tastes like this podcast because you can't you can't taste it it's sound um anyway that is the that is the deep dish the chicago deep dish segment um the uh i had it for about first time in austin i got it from a food truck it was delicious um i just got it uh jets pizza i actually got in detroit my uh dear friend wade had ordered it after his wedding and i'm like god this is really really good but i was drunk also we were staying in an airbnb there was only one bathroom in it for us and all my college friends so there were like four couples in there one bathroom and my stomach was so upset the next day from eating all that pizza while drunk i was just in there for like an hour and a half and they were not happy about it no one was happy they were very upset with me for monopolizing the bathroom but you know sometimes uh, a baby's got to eat so it is uh it is really really good and um detroit style pizza keep an eye out for it i really really highly recommend it and now i'm going to move into the political section and uh and that's it's here's what i'll say about the political section is that uh, i got like bummed out halfway through it and i do say at the end that like you know i've been trying to uh, give empathy to these people but i think often i think sometimes i take for granted that you guys know my politics but you know or else you wouldn't listen to me you know like i'm very like left-leaning I, th- I believe in human rights and people being treated appropriately um and i think that's my big issue with uh the people that i'm about to talk about in this next segment so um yeah jesus i just got bummed out again just thinking about something that i've already recorded so here's the political section i love you blake is really funny blake is really and that that sound means we're back (laughs) and it always has so um we are back welcome to the uh political section now i don't want to talk too much about this because see uh i i think maybe i've said this one more time um excuse me i've said this one additional time on the podcast uh since i started doing it over the past um whatever it is six months i have no idea seven months um but i uh it's overall during the pandemic, I felt good most of the time, as good as you can. And, but this past like week, I've just been, whoo, and you guys don't need this. You, you guys, you don't listen to hear uh, me, me complain about things or be sad more than anything, but just been sad. You know what I mean? And, uh, and as you hear me say, you know what I mean more and more, that means that, uh, I am, I'm distracted by an actual human feeling and I'm not performing like I normally do. So the more I say, you know what I mean, that means, uh, you do now know what I mean in that, oh, he is, he's hurting, <laughs> but it's all just, uh, disgusting. The capital thing, you know, it is, I, I wonder why that affected people so much and i think what it is is that now it it, it was it was a symbolic entrance i think is why it affected people so much where you know you have these maniacs these trump 
supporting maniacs, like the people that you saw storm the Capitol. And we all knew that they existed, but they seemed pretty easy to dismiss, particularly after he lost the election. But I think actually seeing them in person and seeing them accomplish something and the thing that they're accomplishing being so disgusting and horrible, the fact that they actually both literally and figuratively have entered the Capitol and that they matter now and they're a thing to be reckoned with. And they've always mattered because they have like votes. You know what I mean? But the fact that now they're, you just get to see how dangerous they are and how real they are. And I think that was, uh, that really freaked a lot of people out, including myself. And I think my issue with all this, I mean, there's, there's so many issues and I don't want to talk, again, I don't want to talk about this too long. So uh, you'll see, I mean, Q, Q45 minutes later, I'm still fucking talking about it. But, um, you know, being, uh, I've been in Florida for the past couple of weeks, which, you know, the area that I've been in is absolutely beautiful. It's so nice. But then, you know, if you, masks aren't required a lot of places here. So again, I think I said last time, I would say 90%, 95%. It's inc- almost everybody wears masks. You know, it's not like how it seems, you know, like when I was in, in L.A., when I would hear about the South and the mask thing, I'd be like, oh, what, like maybe one out of every five people in the South is wearing a mask. And it, it's it's not that it's I would say 97 percent of people are wearing masks down here. But the people who aren't is, you know, we had we had an experience the other day with a guy who just like refused to put it on. It was just such a prick. And it's. You know, I'm trying to have more empathy in general and be less mean, you know, and I think there's a time for meanness, though, but I'm trying not to get there. And I think when I think about the other side, the people who don't align with me politically, I want to think I just want to be like, okay, so what happened? Do they not have access? Because some of it is ignorance and stupidity. As much as I call like those people stupid, I think that. Often it is almost systematic and that they're not educated. Does that make sense? Like, I think there are certain things they're not educated on where they truly don't know certain things, you know, like, but that being said, I think with the mask thing, you can't blame meanness on ignorance. Does that make sense? And what happens here or just decency, like just unrequited decency. And I did look up what unrequited meant before this podcast and I did pronounce it correctly. And it is a word now that unfortunately I'm going to use all the time because it's a great word. Unrequited decency, unreturned decency is something that I think is completely inexcusable. And, you know, when someone like if I didn't believe in the virus, but someone looked very upset and they wanted me to wear a mask for a few seconds around them, and they were polite about it, I would be like, you know what? I'm going to do it because they're doing it for me. Like, they think they can get me sick. So if they think I can get them sick, you know what? These people are clearly doing it out of a good... They might be wrong, but they're doing it out of, like, a good-natured thing. And that's that's their version of like that's if I was coming from their place of not believing in the virus or something, even if I didn't believe in it, if I saw how scared it made people and how upset they were, I'd be like, you know what? 
I don't believe in this shit, but like, I'll just put on a mask for them, you know? And I think that's when it becomes unacceptable is when, is when decency is no longer there. And the word decent is, is thrown around. Just be a good person, you know? Just be a nice guy. <laughs> like, that's all. It's not that, it's really not that hard. And I think that's a thing that leaves the worst taste in my mouth where it's, uh, you know, like, it's, I, I do think both sides have terrible traits, but I just think that, you know, the the left is, they're, they're at least, coming from the right place you know and uh here with the mask thing and just the the rating of the capital and whatnot it's just uh and by the way those aren't republicans who are doing that real like those are trump people like i do i do think it's important to separate the two um yeah there's tons of enabling you know they've they've been enabled by that side but yeah, I mean, we're going to have to start, uh, I think there's going to be more intricacies to politics where I don't know if it's enough for a new party to be defined, but you know, it's, you're going to have the Trump Republicans. You're going to have like the, the Mitt Romney Republicans. You're going to have the Lindsey Graham Republicans. You're going to have, you know, the AOC and the Bernie Sanders Democrats, the Biden Democrats, the Pelosi Democrats but you know the issue is still it's just going to be a two-party system so it's actually just rather than fixing that system it's just going to make it worse so uh, I'm rambling here I don't even know what I just said but um yeah just seeing people from that side raid the Capitol and uh, I mean do you impeach them because you do for sure you know, but I'm wondering, like, God, does the message of that, is it like, you know what, I think you do, I think you do whatever you can do so he can't run again, and because the worry is that if you impeach him, will that further stoke the flames of these maniacs, you know, and I think if you impeach him, he you gotta impeach him in a way so he can't run again, or else... Because that does the least damage over the next 10 years, you know, um, where, yeah, like it might stoke the flames for a while. But as long as that guy's gone um, and can't come back, I think that that's worth it. But if you impeach him and he can come back and it just stokes the flames and that guy's still around, then uh, he... <sighs> sorry by the way this was not as clean as i wanted it to be um i, I do want to say that like obviously like you know i'm i'm on the left and uh, i think that the enabling of trump um by the right is disgusting and uh, i think you know a lot of people will resign this week and i think that's empty empty actions and i think those people who enabled trump to do what he's done over the past four years should um th there's there's no forgiving that's it's unforgivable um and that's it. If it wasn't Trump, it would be someone else, maybe. But it was Trump. So, hmm. Well, I don't know where I'm going to put this in the podcast. I might bury it, to be completely honest. Weird way to start. Interesting. Well, anyway, I guess if we're if, if there's one positive in all this, um, I think it's the fact that no matter what happens... I, I'm I'm still gonna have these eyelashes and I will be selling them on my Patreon. So if you donate, if you donate to the fifty dollar a month tier, I will I will send you my tears. I will send you 
tears as a sort of um, like a vase. I'll send you a vase filled with my tears, and as the, the flowers will be my eyelashes. And I think that's I think that's the way to do it. And you will, and I'll I'll send those out. You know what? You won't even have to subscribe to my Patreon. I think I'll just send them out to all my listeners. So if you look at me next time, and I have a bunch of crap in my eye because my eyelashes can't wipe it out because I pulled them all out to sell them. Um, this is this is the life we lead, and I will be right back with the next segment, or I might be wrapping it up if I put this on last. I might put it on last. So that was the podcast for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. That was the political section. I did this out of order, and you know what? I think this whole courtroom is out of order. So thank you all for listening. Um, I love you very much. I'm sorry if some of that uh, was disjointed. You know, I, I think what often happens is you try to... Be, or I've been trying to be more empathetic and then you realize that it's uh, empathy it, these people aren't deserving of that empathy <laughs> I'm la- I'm, I believe what I just said I'm laughing that that's how I'm closing the podcast all right everybody enjoy your week um thank you to the patrons thank you all for listening and I will talk to you soon goodbye